Welcome, cadets and captains, to yet another episode of M Class Podcast. I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. Happy two millionth episode. Happy fifty thousandth episode, everybody. Oh, episode five million two hundred and seven. I think this is episode one thirteen. Oh, the old sex number, huh? Explain what one thirteen and a sex number means to our audience while I look up uh, the actual number. This is it's two. It's two dicks. There's the one and one, and a, a like either boobs or a butt from a top down view. My God, you, you he slap. just had an answer. Like you, there was no preparation needed. You just had an answer. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about, Jeff. Uh, this is actually episode one thirteen. The sex number. <laughs> you know, uh, I could really 113 a pair of boobs from the top-down view. Uh, me too. Me too, buddy. A, p- a pair of boobs? Why do we say that? Because there are two boobs. Yeah, but they come on one body. That's true. I mean, I come on one body. You want to unpack that one? <laughs> well, I don't have enough for two bodies, so just got to... Go look at one, this look at this loser over here with his limited amount of jizz. <laughs> Jesus. I gotta drink more milk. <laughs> this is uh the latest episode in Other Jeff's Spooky Monster of the Week collection. Voted on and chosen by our patrons at patreon.com slash mclass podcast. There's so many spooky monsters in this one. Yeah, this one is f- spooktastic, I would say, on a scale of yeah. one to spooktastic. <laughs> is that the scale we're using today? No. <laughs> oh. Uh, we're talking about TNG Season 7, Episode 19, Genesis, a.k.a. the one where everybody devolves into horrible monsters. Man, they really, really wanted mm-hmm. this episode premise to work so they just did it yeah they didn't really think too deeply about how people would devolve yeah i mean this is like early days of people understanding like genetics right i don't know it's 1994 (laughs) i mean like regular people like this is about the time when i remember people talk because like oj simpson like that really was oh yeah the the, dna and the the zeitgeist yeah uh I also have a theory that this is the episode of Star Trek that caused the anti-vaccine craze. What? <laughs> oh, okay. It. I get where you're coming from, but the, in sci-fi, always something something always goes wrong with the vaccine in sci-fi. Yeah, but this one, man, this is what they think is going to happen if you get the vaccine. If I get to turn into a giant rampaging crab predator, that sounds dope as fuck to me. With venom sacks? Hell yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till we talk about that scene. Holy shit. Um, some great special effects in this episode. Some really great acting also. So this episode was directed by uh, someone we all know and love. Gates McFadden. Oh, she directed it. Yeah, that's why she gets uh, Venom sacked in the face, like, right at the beginning, and doesn't so show up go. again for the rest of the episode. <laughs> My favorite part is when uh, Nurse Ogawa... Is she a doctor now? I don't... I want to I wanna get it right. I think I she's Dr. Ogawa. Dr. Ogawa? Point. Yeah, she's like, uh... 
<laughs> she's like, oh, she's gonna need like facial reconstruction, and then the next time you see her, she's just perfect, she's perfectly fine. Well, that's how like they do facial reconstruction for away missions in the show. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They fucking change your face just to like go downstairs. Uh, I had a <laughs> just to go downstairs, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, I had an experience right before we started recording where my throat got gummed up as soon as we hit the record button, like always. Sorry about That's that. That's what mine is doing, too. It's because of allergies. Also, I didn't want to get the vaccine because I'm pretty sure I'm going to turn into a crab man. <laughs> it's terrifying. I'm kidding. I'm fucking kidding. Please. Please, no. I'm joking. Please. I found out this episode was written by Brandon Braga, a noted sex pervert, Brandon Braga. Nobody gets giant and put into a giant vagina, though. That's what I thought. Like, how could he have written this episode? But then I realized the crux of the episode is that Worf is trying to fuck. That's the whole thing that's happening yeah. for most of the episode, is Worf's trying to fuck Counselor Troy, and yeah. then he can't, so he tries to fuck Picard. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to fuck his dad. It's very Freudian. It's, it's very Oedipus complex, but with a crab monster. What's the other one? Electra complex. Uh, that's when wants to fight Daredevil. <laughs> that's when you want to fight Daredevil, yeah, and get your show canceled on Netflix. Uh, well, <laughs> I was like, I was gonna say something, I forget. Oh, uh, yeah, Brandon Braga is like, wouldn't it be terrible? Uh, like, hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it be terrible if like you de-evolved and just like wanted to fuck all the time? And everyone's like, yeah, Brandon, that, I guess, that'd be, what? This, we're on lunch break, what are you talking He's about? Like, look, I'm the producer, and that's what we're doing. This week, war fucks, and he just walks out of the room. Okay. And they're okay. like, oh my god, I can't wait till we go to Deep Space Nine, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm tired of waiting. War fucks in this one. I'm tired of waiting. <laughs> it's time. War fucks. That was his, that was slams, how he wrote the episode. This is written in giant letters. <laughs> no, like the crux of the episode is Worf tries to force himself on Troy but can't. They stop him, so he tries to force himself on the captain. Yeah, because of pheromones or something. Like, I feel like if any other writer on the staff would have written this episode. The the reason Worf is rampaging is because he's hunting. He's hungry. Yeah. But because Brandon Braga wrote the episode, he's horned the fuck up. Is why I get. That? Yeah, is that like is that like a like a stigma that we put on all like primitive thing like that they just eat and fuck? Like yeah. I don't I don't think that that's true. There's like highly complex behavior that animals do, right? Long division? They do long division. Man, you're killing me today, man. <laughs> You're on fire. They do, if if they only do my throat would open up and let my words come out. I'll open up your throat. All right, well. And I'll let the words come out. <laughs> words is jizz. <clears throat> okay. Whoa! Um, we're leaving that in. I know. I'm sorry to everybody who's listened to the last few things I've recorded. Like, there's something wrong with my voice, and I don't know what it is. Maybe we have, like, voice problems? I don't know. Can your vocal cords be scarred from, like, strep throat yeah. and shit? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, maybe that's why. 
I think it's just bad luck on my part. Like, every time I start recording something, my throat's like, like a cartoon character. You need some water. I have something next to me to drink, but I can't drink it when I'm recording. Why not? Just drink it. Fuck it, I'm gonna man. drink you out of your pee hole. <laughs> I mean, that's what I've been saying this whole time. <laughs> We're like nine minutes in, I've been saying that. In sickbay... Commander Riker's been fucking again. <laughs> this is my yeah. We were talking before the episode. We were talking about uh, not the not gays. This is some of the some of that, but also like uh, also Riker is fucking. So don't feel bad for him. Yeah, right. Riker fucks a lot. Is what you need to know about Riker. He loves to fuck. But Worf and and Troy are, are a thing now. So they're like. Riker is doing fine. Yeah, don't feel bad for him. He's in the Arboretum getting cactus up his butt. Like, everything he loves most. That's... (laughs) That's a good way... Like, when when Dr. Crusher turns him to see the one spot where spikes are in his back. (laughs) And you're like, whoa! Ah, jeez, that looks rough. (laughs) That's a big cactus, man. You didn't see that? Uh, Barclay's there, and he's like, uh, I was looking up on I on WebMD, and... Uh, <laughs> I have AIDS! I think I have space AIDS. <laughs> and Crusher's like, uh, stop it. Don't look at that. It's very prescient. It's true. Like, he, he definitely... This is basically the episode of Scrubs about the guy who always thinks he's sick, but who actually turns out to be sick. Oh, that's this. They got that from this, though. Gotta be. This is also where anti-vax came from. <laughs> this is also where the anti-vaxxers came from. That's my theory. But uh, Barkley has the Uridian flu. The Uridellin the flu? Yeah. Yeah. He's got the, the Europe melon flu. and None of this makes sense. Like, okay, so... Like, the human immune system is, like, super fucking complex. Like, yeah. it's, like, one of the most, like, amazingly evolved <laughs> things ever. I I don't claim to know how it works. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you don't need to, like, inject a T-cell into somebody. <laughs> like, why? Well, like, the idea is that um, human beings apparently just have a natural immunity to this type of space flu. Yeah. Uh, but Barkley doesn't for some reason. Because he's broken. Because he's a broken, sad sack of a human being. Because he's a pathetic, should have died on the his mother's womb. Jeez, damn. Piece of garbage. Just shoot him out the airlock, he disgusts me. I can't even look at his dumb fucking face. Uh, so she injects him with T-cells, the type that uh, he's missing. Synthetic T-cells. She gives him the T-virus. She gives him the T-virus. That's pretty much what happens in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Umbrella yeah. Corp. Weird. It's like, it also works like the T-virus, where everyone just randomly mutates for some reason. Like, there's yeah. some people who just turn into the regular zombies, but other people turn into, like, gross abominations for no reason. Yeah, I don't know how. Uh, again, I, I I don't know how this works. <laughs> you're a, you're a scientist. You should know. But how does his T cells get to other people? They don't really bri- they don't bridge that gap. They don't talk about that. How would that even work? Is he fucking them? Yeah. 
they don't talk about this a lot on the show, but Barkley fucks. <laughs> Maybe he he the actor, the guy who played him, who is also Mad Howling Mad Murdoch. Yeah. Maybe he fucked everybody and actually gave them the virus and then they just shot it. They're just like, <laughs> let's go with it. What's going on? Turn those cameras on. Turn those cameras on. <laughs> Michael Dorn's turned into a crab monster. The thing is, like, Barkley for sure doesn't fuck, but Howlin' Mad Murdoch fucks. We all know that. Yeah, Howlin' Mad fucks. Barkley, not so much. Unless it's a hologram. Which, like, eh, whatever, you know. Yeah, as long as it's not your co-worker, you could have done yeah. anything. <laughs> as long as it's an imaginary, made-up person, or somebody who has had their likeness uh, used with their permission. Sure. Like Christy Mack. I was about to say, I bet there's like a ton of porn actors and actresses that just like, they don't actually have sex. They just scan their bodies and yeah. personalities into the databanks. It's easier. You don't even have to do the other thing. Uh, <laughs> anyway, one other thing. No. Um, <laughs> but um, Data comes in and he's like, Spot is pregnant. She's going to have babies. And the audience is uh, like, aww. Spot, I love you. She's going to deliver before the end of the week. And Narso Gal was like, I'm also a pregnant cat. Meow. Do I get to be in the show now? Please, just put me on the show, please. I've been here for seven years, and I kind of am in the show, but can I just be in it? Uh, they're like, yeah, but we're going to dress you like Planet of the Apes. Yeah, you're going to look like a fucking uh, crow magnum. She And uh, you get the standard sort of like a little bit of boomer humor in here where Data's like, I can give you any advice because I'm an expectant father as well, and your husband will need all the help he can get. Yeah. Because <laughs> pregnant women and babies are crazy. Crazy. <laughs> you fucking hormonal bitches is what they're saying. <laughs> Pickles and ice cream. Uh... You know what? I bet pickle ice cream would be pretty good. I don't think so. Well, I've had cilantro ice cream. Uh, how was that? I liked it. It wasn't like something I would eat. Like, uh, you know, I, I I've never been like, mm, re I really want some cilantro ice cream. But it was good. I've had bacon and ice cream. I've had. What else have I had? Bacon and maple flavored ice cream. It's good as fuck. Oh, that sounds amazing. They had it at Denny's, and they made a big fucking deal of it. Like, we're breaking the mold, baby! <laughs> yes, because Denny's is certainly not known for its just, like, crap-ass diabetes food. <laughs> oh, man. You really need Poor to get... Denny's. You ever been to a Waffle House? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's terrible. You sh Everybody should go. Yeah, no, it's an experience. <laughs> That's where my grandmother went when she went crazy. <laughs> but... Okay. <laughs> I think I think people who listen to or watch continue know the story about how my grandmother went crazy on our trip to Florida. Oh, I do know that story, actually. actually That's where she went when she stole her own car and drove to the Waffle House and told everybody that my dad wasn't feeding her. Everybody go and watch continue all of the episodes if you want to know the full story. <laughs> watch them all three times. Uh, 
Please, I'm poor. Help. <laughs> Back on the bridge, Lieutenant Worf is like getting a little cocky, right? He's like, I got this new weapons guidance system. I got these new torpedoes. Like, yeah. I'm hot shit. I've done the coolest thing out. ever. And Riker <laughs> seems to already kind of be tired of his shit, like, right out the gate. Yeah. He's like, all right, set up the launch. <laughs> I I always think they're setting up, like, a Riker-Worf combat moment be- because of this part, right? Like, like Cro-Magnon Riker fights Crab Monster Worf. Yeah, Cro-Magnon Riker would have got ripped in half. Like, yeah, but but like I always think that's where they're headed, and then they just don't do that. They just make Riker hang out and eat fish. That's the Godzilla versus Kong, the Star Trek universe. They We're really still wait on that one. <laughs> they really missed an opportunity. Uh, they fire three of the new torpedoes. Two land and one just flies off into space, which is extremely dangerous. I like how they're just like, oh, it, it's uh, it missed, <laughs> and then they're like, he's blow like, it up. I, I can't disable it. It's uh, the the kill switch is not not working. The kill switch will not engage. And the, oh, I get it. And uh, Picard's <laughs> like, wow, you dumb bastard! Can't you do anything right? <laughs> Riker's like so bored. He's like, oh my god. He's like, god, can I go fuck in the arboretum again, please? <laughs> Which is a public back. space that children go to. <laughs> nah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but they can't um, chase it in the ship because uh, the ship's too big. They're in an asteroid field. Which uh, we've talked about this before. Asteroids are nowhere near that close to each other. Yeah, they're like f- so far apart. Like you wouldn't even know you were in one. Probably even the Enterprise is like the size of a city. Even then, even then. <laughs> Sorry, I'm feeling like Riker right now. Uh, <laughs> oh shit, he's getting Cro-Magnum. Cro-Magnum. Uh, because I'm definitely Cro-Magnum. That's a good marketing opportunity for Magnum condoms. Let's get Crow Magnum. And they're for like, just like stupid giant dicks. <laughs> stupid giant. You know those would be falling off of people's regular sized dicks all the time. People would buy them and they'd be like, oh, it fits. And then they'd be like, like rubber banding them. So it's like wrapped dick. around their dick three yeah. times. It's like a garbage bag. I'm not me though. <laughs> I got, I wouldn't I got a really uh, big one. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be ashamed if I had a small one. Yeah, totally would, real giant dick here. I would totally hate my life every day. All day. Uh, I wish I were dead. <laughs> but not me. <laughs> uh, Picard's like, look, we're going to take a shuttlecraft out. And Riker's like, uh, we have a shuttlecraft pilot on duty. And Picard's like, I am the pilot. Picard's like, he's fired. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in, baby! And Riker's like, oh, I get it. Have a good time. And Riker leans over to Worf and goes, he's gonna fuck Data. <laughs> he's fully functional. And Worf just looks at him like, buh? Worf's like, I don't care. My torpedo didn't explode. My sad torpedo! I have to go eat lots of squid soon. <laughs> but uh, Data calls in the big guns to watch over Spot while he's gone. It's Lieutenant yeah. Barkley, who's apparently like really good with cats. Of course he is. He's a weirdo. All weirdos love cats. That's true. 
Every I, weirdo I, I've ever met loves cats. It's true. I myself am a Barkley in that way. Yeah. I, I, I love cats, but in uh, such a contentious manner. <laughs> I know how shitty cats are, really, but I still love them. No, you just gotta smooch them. Uh, both of my cats hate being smooched, so that's why I do it. They weren't smooched enough as babies. Data actually doesn't care. Like, you can smooch her as much as you want. She's just like, eh, whatever. Teddy loves the smooch. But he Miles, demands. Miles is hilarious, because if you lean towards him, he'll lean away, and there's that's no limit to how far he'll lean away. It's so that's, funny. Yeah, that's what my spot does, and they're both orange cats, so I think that Orange cats are bizarre, dude. It could be. Uh, One-time guest of the show, Hadley Sinclair, has a cat that's like almost identical to my orange cat. Yeah. Except she loves kisses. Yeah, Hadley's cat is a girl. Yeah, Miles. And I think Hadley's Hadley smooched on that cat when that cat was little. That's true. You gotta do it when they're little. Miles showed up as a fully grown cat, so I had no control over that. Yeah. Anyway. Cat cast. That was cat hour. <laughs> cat power hour. But Barkley's Sponsored like, by Greenies. <laughs> we should get sponsored by Greenies. I love Greenies. I love to eat them. I mean, give them to my cat. Yeah, I totally don't use them for my teeth. <laughs> I've stopped brushing my teeth. I just use Greenies now. <laughs> I just buy the dog Greenies. They're shaped like a toothbrush. Uh, Barkley's like, look, I know everything about cats giving birth. For some reason, this is where she's gonna give birth. I just feel it in my cat. Also, heart. later you find out, like after the shot of him putting her down, it's where all her toys are. So it's like, yeah, no shit, dumb dumbass. He just knows. <laughs> that's where she puts the toys. He just knows, man. He feels it in his subcockles. <laughs> he just his knows sockles. His his scockles. <laughs> my my scockles are up. Uh, people start getting mad, baby. Worf, Worf is does. like Worf is like at his station, and he's like, "Oh my shit didn't work, fuck!" And he like punches the the controller, throws yeah. it against the wall. <laughs> Riker's like, "Everything okay, Worf?" He's like, "Do you have to stand so close to me? Don't stand, don't oh, stand man. so, <laughs> don't stand so close to me." That starts Riker. playing. <laughs> and like, what is this classical music? Riker's like, this is fucking rude, dog. He's like, he orders him to take some time off, right? Yeah, he's like, you've been working for six hours straight. Also, you're kind of smelling fishy. It's like, look, you've been working for so long, and also, I'm getting real tired of your shit, so fuck off. Yeah, I kind of just want to be up here alone without you. Uh, <laughs> the lady from the Arboretum's coming up here, and I'm not trying to fuck with an audience today. Not today. <laughs> uh, we we cut over to Troy and uh, well they're they're at the fucking um, ten, ten forward, forward together, and like our boy Worf is just like downing squid tentacles, just like gri- gripping and ripping on some fucking squid he's, tentacles. He's eating like bugs. He's eating like whatever, like deep fried tarantulas and like, shit. He's, like he's just he's chowing down on some gross ass shit. Yeah, I don't really. It's a I, the the waiter who had to give that to him was probably like, 
All right, Worf's going to turn into a crab monster, I can tell. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and barricade myself into my room. Just going to go ahead and weld the door shut. <laughs> but uh, Troy is, like, gulping water down, and she's uh, she wants some salty food. So she orders, uh, she orders double order of caviar, and Worf, who is, like, shoving an entire octopus in his mouth, is like, caviar for lunch. For lunch? How decadent! And uh, Troy's like, "Well, you were supposed to wait for me." And he's like, "Fuck you, bitch!" She's like, "Damn!" <laughs> She's like, "I'm hungry now." He's like, "What's your problem?" And then like he starts looking at her like, "Wow, I want to fuck." Well, the other the waitress comes by and like he looks at her like, like he's oh, I wanna sho- fuck. Yeah. Like shoves her tits in his face basically, and then Worf's like, "Wait a minute." Troy has tits. <laughs> Wait a minute. My dingling's moving. Both of my dicks. Good thing I put on those crow magnets beforehand. <laughs> He's just wearing them. He's yeah. just wearing them about. JIC, man. Just in case. Jesus. Uh, we cut to Worf in his bed. And he's in bed by times, but he wakes up and starts ripping his bed to part and like puts it on the floor. And it's supposed to be like, oh, he's like an animal laying on a nest or whatever. But he yeah. holds it like a body pillow. Like he's got like the Japanese sex body pillows. Oh, he has the anime pillow. Yeah. yeah. He's just holding it like that. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was going to hump it. It looks like he's going to hump it. Well, the whole episode is about him being horned up beyond belief. Maybe so. Brandon Braga was like, Michael, this is how he talks, My- Michael, I need you to subtly hump the blanket. <laughs> Michael Dorn's like, what? <laughs> Gates, come in here and tell Michael he needs to, to slowly hump the nest. <laughs> Gates McFadden's like, this is why Michael. I quit. <laughs> Michael, Brandon wants you to subtly hump the nest. Michael's like, look, I've been on this show for seven seasons now. <laughs> He's like, look, I got a gig coming up soon. It, it's still on the other one. I'm just phoning it in. <laughs> Please don't make me hump this. Please, I beg of you. I have children. I, I can't wait until we get to do the movies and we don't have to deal with this. <laughs> we have to deal with the humping. All the humping. The humping and bumping. I don't see nothing wrong with a little crab and grind. That's what Brandon Braga was saying. I don't see nothing wrong. <laughs> you know what? I don't see nothing wrong with Josh. What's that? I know it's coming. Balefire! Oh, fucking Balefire! <laughs> if you don't know about Balefire, you're missing the fuck out, dog. Yeah, you're dumb. Balefire's an Oklahoma City-based chiptune heavy metal band, and they're coming out with a new fucking song, baby boy. Yeah. And it fucking What's... kills you. <laughs> this one kills you. This one just fucking kills you. <laughs> Everything you need to know about this amazing band is about to be pumped directly into your ears during our first commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite game show, Quest to Die! The game show where you have to answer a question about a quest, and if you get the answer wrong, well, you die! Now, we don't have to introduce our contestants, and why is that, audience? Just me! 
that they are. So without further ado, let's go to our first contestant. Contestant number one. What Star Trek captain was responsible for the 2000 hit single, The Thong Song? Disco? Oh, well, the name is correct. I can hear the best spelling in your voice. Wrong, you die. Contestant two. What was the name of the ball rock that completely bodied Gandalf in the Mines of Moria? Durin's Excuse me, sorry. What is Durin's Bay? Well, excuse me, sir. I'm the one asking the questions here. You die. What? No. See, look. <laughs> Oh, boo-hoo, so sad. It would appear that none of these contestants have what it takes to win our grand prize, the new hit single, Quest or Die, by the band Bellfire. I guess we'll have to try again after this break. Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully uh, you have now gone and picked up that new single from Bellfire. It's a banger. I mean... It kills you. Maybe you're dead listening to this, but that's dope. You're probably just a skeleton listening to it, which is even cooler. Uh, I imagine that the song actually isn't out yet, because it comes out on Halloween. So, uh... Wait, what day is it now? It's... Uh, when this comes out? Uh-oh. The 27th? 27th, which is not Halloween. Not quite. Halloween's on a Sunday? Fuck that. What the fuck? Like... Fuck that. Saturday is the best day for Halloween. Saturday. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> you think it was Halloween? I really wrote myself into a corner with that one. Riker is fucking in the park. <laughs> he would, man. He was. He got cactus butt. So. <laughs> back in engineering, Barkley is like hyped up. Like he's he's fully juicing. He's had like seven Ractaginos. He's he's running around, he's pressing buttons, he's keeping track of everything. Jordy can't keep up with him. Riker thinks he's a fuckboy like always. <laughs> he's fixing FS-137B. And they're like, what do you think, Riker? And Riker's like, mm uh, me Uh-oh. <laughs> Bring the worky. <laughs> Back on the bridge, uh, Troy is, uh, like, uh, computer raised temperature by three degrees Celsius. And Worf's like, computer, turn that shit back down. Here's some more boomer humor, right? He's like, like, yeah, you're making it too hot. She's the like, thermostat. it's too cold. You ever notice how women always be like, it's cold. You ever notice how white people walk like this? <laughs> and black people walk like this. Boom. It's true. We do walk like that. It's true. (laughs) It's fully boomer humor, though. Yeah. It's like they're fighting over the thermostat. Couples, am I right? Am I right? And Worf is straight up like, look, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, I'm sick of this shit. She's like, I need a bath. She gets up and leaves. (laughs) So weird. And everybody on the deck is like, what a weird thing to say out loud. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. <laughs> but uh, Ensign Dern gets up. I also need a bath. <laughs> I need to get out of here. I know what well, happens like, later. Sit down, Dern. Oh, no. <laughs> or I'll maul you to death with my crab hands. What? Nothing. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Dern. Give me some squid. <laughs> Uh, Barkley and Jordy end up in a Jeffrey's tube. I forget why. Something goes wrong. Some there's EPS a power. Yeah, there's some kind of 
I know I'm not really clear like why this has happened. Like, so they they find like acid, right? Yeah, which I guess is supposed to be Worf's acid, but we yeah. haven't got the scene that shows Worf has an acid sock yet. Is he just like chilling out in the Jeffrey's tubes that night in engineering? Like, what's he doing? I guess. I mean, that's the. That's the implication, I guess, is that he went down to engineering and just, like, spat on the floor and left. <laughs> or something else on the floor. He threed, and it just he ate th- through the deck. <laughs> wait, he sixed, because he's got two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> he's, he number six. So, wait, a number two for him is peeing, and a number four is shitting. <laughs> yeah, a number one is... I don't know. Go to the doctor. How many how many bee holes does he have? Probably two, because Klingons. That's true. You gotta have a secondary bee hole in case the first one fails. <laughs> in case you get stabbed in one? I don't I know. Yes. Um but it's it's organic solvent is what they figure out. Like some sort of organic acid. And uh, Jordy's like, I need to take a quick break. And Barkley's like, all right, have a good time. And he fucking he pisses he's like, off. He's like, don't worry about it, Commander. I got it. And he goes, scuttles away. You never see what Jordy turns into. No. Jordy was like, look, you're not going to get me in an ape costume. We're not getting racist on the show. I'm yeah. I played Kutsukente, so yeah. I am definitely not doing. That. <laughs> for sure, not doing that shit. Put Ogawa in that, and, and and she's like, "I'll do whatever you want. Just put me on screen, please. I'm a doctor now." Uh, <laughs> Did you mention your girl? Do they? Oh yeah. Damn, I don't remember that. When all the shit starts hitting the fan, uh, Crusher is like, "Get." Dr. Salar and the other guy down here. We got, like, oh, major problems. Yeah, Dr. Salar, who hasn't been in an episode since season two. She's still there, though. She's still there. You just don't get to see her, which is the best part. She hangs out with the B-team. I guess. There's a whole, like, <laughs> crew that we don't meet who are just on <laughs> duty when the main crew isn't. Yeah, the nighttime shift. Uh, you did just remind me of the, the LeVar Burton cameo in Community. Oh yeah, we're at the end. It like he he's having fish with Troy, and Troy runs off screaming. <laughs> he goes, "Well, more fish for Kunta," <laughs> <laughs> which was apparently like an ad libbed line, which is genius. <laughs> I think I think his wife calls him that. She's tweeted about that before where she's like I'm married I'm Kunta's wife or what I think that's her Twitter handle or something Kunta's I think wife she calls that's hilarious that. yeah yeah Kunta's wife and uh Mia's mom right because it's me is Mia her name uh his the, daughter right yeah the daughter yeah uh Who's on, I don't remember she her does, name actually she does blizzard stuff Mike knows her yeah very pretty yes I feel awkward saying that. Like, LeVar Burton okay. is, like, my uncle or something, and I shouldn't be talking about my cousin. Your cousin, Mia. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry, Uncle LeVar. I'm not trying to be weird or anything. She's pretty. <laughs> Kuta doesn't like that. <laughs> um, Riker can't remember the weapons tests on board the, like, on the um, main deck. They're like, yeah, what should we send to Starfleet? And he's like, about what? Yeah, Dern's like, Starfleet called us and wants to know what's going on with the photon torpedoes. And Riker's like, what? 
<laughs> he's like, you know that we've been we've been testing them for a week, and he's like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> tell him, um, we're not done, <laughs> dude. Dude, he's fucking an idiot. Troy is in the bath in her uniform. Because she's like, look, you're not getting any fucking bath shots of me. It's not happening. I'm wearing yeah. the uniform. Yeah, they were like, yeah. Yep. Because Brandon Braga is on the screen, right? He's there, and he's like, look, take off your uniform. He's like, Gates, I have to come in on Thursday. <laughs> because I need to do some things with the crew. And Gates is like, that's the bathtub scene. He's like, oh, is it? That's weird. Anyway, uh, here's the bikini she should be wearing. (laughs) (laughs) He's a Ferengi. Ferengi. (laughs) He's just a fucking Ferengi. They based Ferengi on him. Yeah, probably. They were called Barangis at first. (laughs) Branangis. Branangis. But, uh, yeah, you were saying she looks hot in the water? Yeah, she looks hot in the uniform, I mean. She does. Like she should have been wearing the uniform the whole time. It suits her extremely well. It's it's great. It looks really nice. And the hair, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Um Worf thinks so cuz he comes in and he's like, eh, my two yeah. penises." This is this is super super uncomfortable. It's fully Brandon. It's all yeah. Brandon. He's and like, he, "Get out of the tub." He bites her in the face. And she's like, "Ah, my Frog face, <laughs> my gills, yeah. my amphibious gills, and then they like house arrest war for whatever. They they take him to sick bay, and yeah. Crusher's like, "Hey, what's up with these sacks? They look like <laughs> venom sacks." She's like, "Worf, when did you get these?" And he just doesn't say anything. He's just staring at her, and she's like. Worf, open your mouth. And I'm like, what do you think is about to happen, Crusher? Uh, I thought some really cool shot was going to happen, like, stupidly. I was like, oh, man, there's going to be, like, a fucking, like, crab mouth in there. And it's, no, that doesn't. He opens not. He opens his mouth, and they have taken the um, transporter special effect yeah. and turned it sideways. They horizontally. And it comes out of his mouth, and that's the acid. <laughs> they make it green. <laughs> they throw in, like, a PNG on top of it. And she starts... Uh, Gates McFadden does a, a pretty decent job holding her face and screaming or rolling around on the ground. They shoot this for, like, way too long. Like, we don't need to see It's this. true. Like, Worf has been gone for a full, like, five seconds when they finally cut, because he runs away and she rolls around screaming. Yeah. Ogawa runs over and she's like, what's happening? She's like L Driver from Kill Bill 2. Just screaming and <laughs> busting through the door and... <laughs> Glenside? Glenside? <laughs> <laughs> You just made the same sound. Like, I had to bring it up. It's it's Mike's mom. Where are you guys going to the party? Uh, it's in Glenside. Glenside! <laughs> and we kept doing it until she was like, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, I would too, man. <laughs> we were like, fuck like, off. I was like, I was like, Mike, can I get some water? And he's like, water? <laughs> <laughs> like, we did it for, like, everything we ever said for, like, 20 minutes. Well, now, if you heard that joke in 
uh, <laughs> our our uh, Trek Your Own Trek Venture special available only to ten dollar patrons and up on patreon.com slash podcast. <laughs> now you know the joke. That's where it comes from. Uh, Ogawa has put Crusher into stasis so that she won't get paralyzed by the venom, but she will require reconstructive surgery. That's good to know. But she'll be fine. Yeah, reconstructive surgery is like taking a splinter out in this time period, right? They're just like, whatever. Barkley is like, look, we found the venom that's on Crusher's face in at the ruptured plasma conduit that we were at. It's the same venom. It's from Aliens 2. And Riker's like, yeah, I can't really think straight. Like, brain hurty not, not work good. He's, <laughs> he's, it's the episode of Futurama. Pretty much. Jordy walks in and he's like, uh, we're having trouble locating Worf's life signs on sensors and we have security teams sweeping for him. Uh, what do you think we should do? Do you think we should go to red alert over it? Like alert one? And Riker's like, what do you what think? Do, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> like, I, I think it would be a good idea. And he goes, then yeah, you'll yeah, take care of it. that security thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> fucking Jordy is like, what the shit is wrong with this guy? Jordy's like, okay. <laughs> I can't he backs away until, slowly. Can't wait till I'm on Jeopardy. Fuck this. It's, uh, he's still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I still I mentioned it before, but I still find it so fucking funny. The producer was like, "Who's who are we gonna choose? I guess we choose me." <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm a piece out. of shit. I he gotta sucks. take me off. Yeah. Whoops. Oh um, well. <laughs> Riker's like, uh, subspace message to Starfleet. And they're like, command codes. And he's like, uh. uh <laughs> Just a little bit of drool comes out of the side of his mouth. <laughs> he's like, one. <laughs> uh, wrong. Uh, two. <laughs> Which is crazy, because when it cuts back to him, he's like, Five thousand six hundred and twelve. <laughs> uh, Picard and Data have been chasing that stray torpedo this whole time, and they 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 destroy it and they return home. But the Enterprise isn't at the prearranged coordinates to pick them up. Dad takes little Data to soccer practice. And <laughs> they go to a soccer tournament for the weekend and fucking throw a party, and the Enterprise is flipped upside down. And I I don't think they had decided that the Enterprise was adrift before they shot this scene. Like they decided that later in yeah. effects, because neither of them comment on it at all. They're just oh like, no, they they talk about it. They say they say match the match the attitude. Yeah, well the... that's in a second. Like I'm talking about this scene. Oh 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 oh. Because okay. like they're just like oh well we found it. Like they do a quick search and they're like oh we found it. Yeah. It looks like the main power systems are down. Yeah. They talk about the environment and everything, but it's like literally flying upside down, and they don't mention it in this scene. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Then they have to like turn the shit. I did like that they like I did turned too. it. I thought that was cool. cool. Yeah. There's a part of me that wishes they would have made a bigger deal out of it. Right, like, like it would be harder to do. Like show the full scene of Picard being like, like like tension filled, like he's trying yeah. to get it back in. Uh, it's not really important to the show. It just would have been cool. It's just cool, yeah. But um, 
when they get back on the ship, all power's off, and they can't find any life signs that Reed is fully humanoid. It's a haunted house. They step into a haunted house. It's spooky as fuck, man. I got super Halloween-y time vibes. I don't think this was it. I think this came out in, like, March. Uh, I could find out, actually. I just looked, and I don't remember, because I'm stupid. Yeah, March 21st. Good memory. Yeah, that's me, memories. <laughs> memory boy. Memory boy. Used to be laughing man. <sighs> now it's memory boy with the power to remember. He was bit by a radioactive wharf. <laughs> uh, they find some skin on the ground. Picard, ever the true scientist, picks it up with his bare hand. Yeah. And He's like, what is this shit? Data's like, reptile skin. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's it's inconsistent with any of the known crew. None of them cast their skin off like a reptile. Yeah, none of them, except for Ensign Jimmy. He's a weirdo. Ensign he rips, Jimmy. He rips his skin off, but it doesn't look like this. It's more green. <laughs> he oh. did it at the party last week, remember? And Picard's like, I wasn't there because I'm your dad. Dad doesn't go to the party. Nobody would have fun. I was in the man cave shed working on my special project. <laughs> What's your special project, Picard? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Let's go. Continue. <laughs> Is it it's... drinking yourself into a stupor to forget you have a family? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. So they find Troy's quarters first. And there's just water all over the door. So they're like, It's the like your basement. This? I thought about your basement. Ah, oh, damn. I didn't My basement's perfectly bone dry now, thankfully, but god oh, damn. Yeah. Bad it, memories. I've had that happen, man. It sucks. It's fucking shit. Especially because like there's carpet down there and it just got in the carpet and our whole it's, house stunk horribly. It yeah, it stinks. But we we ran like a shampoo or we had one our landlord rented one, so it's fine. It's fine. You didn't want to use a real pooer? <laughs> <laughs> because it's called a, a sham pooer? Yeah. yeah. It's a sham. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out whether that was clever or not. Like, It's not. I mean, it is. <laughs> I mean, I didn't invent that joke. That's an old dad joke. Uh, anyway, Look, we're, um, we're thinking about Picard, and he's the dad coming home, and nobody cleaned the party up, and he's not he's, pissed. He's more afraid, he's disappointed at he's this just, point. He's just this is even worse, really. Yeah, he's not gonna let me borrow the Camaro now. <laughs> but they find uh, Troy in the bathtub, and the, they're like, "What the fuck is wrong with her?" And they pull Data's her out. Like, Data's like, I, "I did a scan, and it says she's a frog." She's got gills, and but also breathes air, so that's like a frog. She's an amphibious creature. Yeah. Which, I felt like this was a missed opportunity. Because Troy is a hybrid. Yeah. Like, they could have had her take on, like, characteristics of, like, oh, this must be going back to an earlier Betazoid. Right, and Data could have been creature. like, no, actually, it's 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 an Earth frog. No, that's lame. I want her to be a weird alien. Because she is. She's half weird alien. She should have cool weird alien. I always think of her as a Beta Z before human, though. Is that wrong of me? Is that racist of me? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You know what? I don't know. I don't know. I'm in the dark. (laughs) It's an obscure fucking reference. 
she like frog jumps back into the tub that she's in. It's really funny. <laughs> she does some very unconvincing frog mouth movements during all this too. Yeah, she's just looking up at the ceiling. She's like, I've had sex with a crab today. She hasn't. That's the problem. Oh, she hasn't. Uh, why does Worf want to fuck a frog? I don't know. I'm not trying Are- to kink shame. <laughs> Is that like, like if you go to like Kronos and like look up their porn, like you find like their furry porn that they have? Is it just frogs for them? Is Worf a furry? Is what you're asking? Me? Yeah, is Worf a furry? But for for Klingons, furry it's called they're called scalies because they um, like to fuck frogs. Do frogs have scales now? I don't, don't like this conversation, so I'm gonna move along. <laughs> I'm about to one thirteen myself. Jesus. Um... <laughs> All I know about Worf is that he he loves to hurt and be hurt when he's fucking. That's all yeah. I know about him. Yeah. Which is a strange thing to know about a daytime television character's life. Well, Michael Dorn really brought his own experience into the character. <laughs> Michael Dorn was like, I love to fuck. And they're like, well, we'll, we'll write that in. Brandon's like, ah, that's why I hired you, Dorny. They... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put anyone on Brandon Braga's side, so Dorn did not do any of that. Yeah, we, lo- we love you, Michael Dorn. We know you listen. Michael Dorn's a patron, I believe. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm taking back my dollar. Fuck this laughing man. The uh, They're trying to stabilize the ship because it's still sort of just floating free in space. Uh, when they get to the bridge, it's fucked. Yeah, and they also find a dead guy. <laughs> Yeah, Ensign Dern, whose spine has been just ripped apart in three places. Yeah, and he's got, like, fucking cartoon claw marks on his chest. <laughs> he's got big Wolverine claw marks. Yeah. Sabretooth got him. Data's, like, uh, pretty much everybody on the ship is in a similar state to Troy. They're all devolving into freakazoids. Except for Dern, who died too soon, so he didn't turn into one. He's lucky, maybe? I don't know. Um, they they solved this problem like an hour later, so it's pretty bad for him. <laughs> yeah, if only they would have been sooner. I wonder what happened to him. I wonder what... He was sitting at his desk and Worf like jumped over that shit and killed him. Did he do it like when Troy left to go take a bath? Is that what happened? He was like, I hate you, Dern. <laughs> Dern was like, so Worf, uh... What's it like being a dirty Klingon? And he was like, Wow, well then he deserved to die. Yeah, I don't feel bad for Dornan. Dornan, Dorn. Don't give me that Ole bullshit space, Dorn. <laughs> they uh, they hear like the captain's ready room is shaking, quaking about. Yeah. And inside? Uh, Geico Mangan. Caveman. <laughs> they were like, oh man, we're... <laughs> Spinoff. A spinoff from the Geico Caveman show. <laughs> Riker. Riker is trying to get into the aquarium to eat Livingston. <laughs> is that its name? Yeah, that's the, the fish. I didn't know that. That's an interesting fun fact. Oh, holy shit. I didn't notice this, and Memory Alpha may be full of shit here, but the fish had devolved into a jellyfish. Oh, that's super clever. That's pretty fucking clever. Wow. During this scene, Riker apes out at them, and they have to, like, shoot him with two fully charged 
stun phaser blast to put him down. Yeah, he tries to punch his dad. <laughs> is is Picard also Riker's dad? Uh yeah, but he's the, like the older brother. He's the right? oldest brother. He's like yeah. the Leonardo. He's the oldest brother who's in charge of the others. Yeah, he's in charge, yeah. So it was like his party, right? It was. He fucked the house up. Yeah, he did. And they tried to eat the jellyfish. Remember that time when Riker flipped the house upside down? Crazy. It's crazy shit. He wasn't allowed to use Picard's captain's yacht the for yacht. a whole year. The Mustang. The USS Mustang. Data, Data does... Um, the, I have a nitpick with this episode. Yeah. It's that they keep saying de-evolving because they thought the audience was too stupid to understand the term devolve. Devolve, yeah. They're yeah, they, de-evolving. I, I thought about Devo. That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, Devo would love this place. This is Devo's shit. They were, they were the band at the party. They were... <laughs> That would have been great if they were in 10 forward and then they turned into, like, hamsters or something. Like, if they, you go into 10 forward and there were just four monkeys in Devo hats. <laughs> that would have been a great reference. Even if they weren't, like, red, they were just, like, black or something. Uh, they take Troy and Riker to sickbay, and Data analyzes Riker's DNA, and he discovers the the fake T cell that he was that um we heard about earlier with Barkley. And it's um activating his latent introns. So a term I'd never heard before or since. Yeah, I don't think we call them that anymore, maybe. I don't again, I don't know. But I, mean, I don't know either it. is the thing. Like I don't know yeah. shit about DNA science. I mean I know like with CRISPR, like that's what CRISPR does, right? Like CRISPR is gonna do that. Like turn like we're gonna have like any eye color we want and we're gonna fucking be like fucking meta humans, dude. <laughs> oh, they do call it Enron. I there's is a Wikipedia article about it. All I know all I remember is Enron. <laughs> yeah, that was a problem, wasn't it? Yeah, and pets.com. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm old as fuck. Um, one time I was driving in sort of the backcountry. Uh, across uh, Ohio, and there was just a convoy of giant trucks with these big, weird, angular, like, backs on them, and all of them said Enron on the side of them. What? And I was very confused, because I thought there was no Enron anymore. <laughs> you saw, like, some fucking UFO cover-up shit, dude. Pretty much. They were hauling a UFO. <laughs> That's anyway, what they do in the movies. Uh... Introns are genetic codes, which are normally dormant, and yeah. we don't need them anymore, so we don't really use them. They just sort right. of exist on the DNA strain as, like, throwbacks. Like on the show. Yes. I don't know about it in real life. I haven't read the Wikipedia article. Oh, you're reading the... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> because introns can include genetic material from many different species over millions of years of evolution... That's why we're getting different types of throwbacks. Cro-Magnon Man, uh, fish, amphibious ladies, crab, crab monsters. monsters, jellyfish, uh, Spot turns into a lizard. It's uh, That's a little suspect, to be honest, but... <laughs> it's a funny joke. Yeah, uh, all humanoid life has a similar genetic pattern. As we learned, the forerunners, I think they're called, right? The, the Yeah, the... The species that, like, seeded the galaxy. Yeah, they're in the STO, and you talk to them a bunch. I forget their names, though. 
but like uh, that's the reason why we all have such a similar genetic pattern uh and yet Worf does turn into a giant crab monster so um Kronos was wild back in the day I could only imagine (laughs) place was fucking crazy man but we learned that Picard has been infected and I love that he's like, what have I... Uh, I hadn't seen this episode in a long time, so when he was like, well, what am I devolving into? Yeah. I expected Data to say, we can't know for sure, but he's like, lemur. <laughs> or a pygmy marmoset. <laughs> Data's just like, yeah, you're a lemur. And like, Picard's like, oh, okay. Even he's like kind of taken aback by the fact that he gets an answer. He's like, "Oh, uh, well, let's do something before I start swinging around the ship." Please. Yeah, it's pretty clever. Uh, uh, <laughs> Data's just like this. Sit down, Mister Picard. I have some bad news for you. You have you're lemuritis. Lemur. <laughs> you're, it's classic you're a lemur now. Classic lemuritis. <laughs> How long do I have? Uh, five minutes. <laughs> you're supposed to have twelve hours. Now nah, this one's super bad. It's five minutes. If for some reason he starts being affected by this really fast, he's like afraid. He's like, he's all jittery. Lemurs. But um, Data has his own computer in his room, (laughs) so they go to Data's room. Yeah, he's like, let's go to my super cool computer that I don't let anyone use. I have my own IBM in my room, so (laughs) it's got four gigabytes of memory. But they find uh, a bunch of kittens, and they're like, oh, they look hungry. What happened? And they move the light over, and there's just an iguana and a collar. It's funny, because Spot's an iguana. But this is where they get their fucking, like, hint, right? Their big hint, like, why weren't the kittens affected by the virus in the same way that everyone else was? Yeah, Data's like, the kittens were born 12 hours ago, right when Spot turned into an iguana. So why is... And then they're like, oh, because sometimes mothers protect the babies from diseases. Yeah, like there's, there's like uh, placental barriers, amniotic yeah. fluid. There's like a filtration system in place that constantly protects the baby from viruses. There's a lot of like uh, HIV uh, references in this, like the T cell, obviously. Yeah. Uh, uh, but also, like, there is, I, I believe there's cases of HIV where, like, mothers protect their babies from it. Like, they don't, I think that hmm. that's, like, a pretty common thing, actually. I actually don't know anything about that. I can't really speak on it. My cat is trying to jump up here. Of course, of course you want it. What do you want? Your cat's like, I heard you were talking about Spot. Isn't that's that me? me? That's probably what, that's what he's <laughs> trying to jump. You can't jump up here. Go. Sorry. Oh, God. no. Oh Jesus. no! Jesus Christ! Oh my God! How professional! It's almost yes. like clearing your throat right into the mic. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Just peeking your fucking mic horribly by clearing your throat into it, like I definitely <laughs> didn't do earlier in the episode. I don't remember. I have Cro Magnon memory. <laughs> uh, but they remember that Ogawa is conveniently pregnant in this episode. Yep. So they find her in the arboretum, but. There is a warp plasma vent failure in main uh, So they gotta go down there. Like, what's and more important? I guess the warp plasma vent. <laughs> this is when we get a jump scare. Oh, yeah. The jump Classic. scare in Star Trek. Uh, Picard's like, I'll check on the warp core. And he, he walks around and there's, like, webs everywhere. Yeah, and the No Doubt song is playing. 
With no doubt song is that. Sorry, I'm not home right now. I'm walking in the spider webs. Leave a message and I'll call you back. <laughs> Damn, I don't know that song. Just the first song on that album, bro. Sorry, 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 everybody, sorry. God damn, you're gonna get some fucking hate mail for this one. That's fine. I don't read it. Um, <laughs> if if I see an email that looks even slightly mean spirited, I just mm. shut that shit down. Hmm. <laughs> uh, but like, there's just webs hanging everywhere, and he doesn't really. He's like, "What's this shit?" But then he looks through the window and. Barkley slams into the window as a horrific, genuinely terrifying yeah. looking spider monster. They do a really good job with like the animatronics on his face. Like they have like a little arm that moves off of his face. Like yeah, little mandibles. He, he has like he has like the one side of a spider with the four legs hanging off the side of his face, and like some of them move erratically. Yeah, he got like Brundle flyed. He went through the transporter and oh, got God. the fly was in it. I fully piss pants <laughs> when it happened. I put so Picard. I took a number four. Huh. Out of both my b-holes. Try and figure that one out if you've been following along. <laughs> <laughs> but Data's like, Captain, are you okay? This must be a symptom of your devolution. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'm turning into a, a monkey. That's the only reason I'm afraid of this horrible spider monster. Yeah, definitely it's the lemur syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> my lemuritis is acting up sorry uh, let me take an antacid this is when they find Ogawa who's pl- fully planted of the apes thing <laughs> she looks it's like literally like the planet of the apes costume yeah <laughs> it might be and uh, they figure out that her fetus is not affected by the virus so they utilize her amniotic fluid to create a retrovirus and Picard's like, how long is it going to take? And Data's like, I don't know, like five minutes. What could go wrong? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> and then the door just starts being slammed against. And it's like the door has fabric over it. And it's really yeah. obvious. I like the the uh, like effect of like the doors made out of like tinfoil, right? And they're punching yeah. through the door. <laughs> and they're like, oh no. Life signs, it's something big. And armored. It's 200 kilograms, which I don't know how much that is in pounds. It's a Klingon. It's a crab, crabulon. And Captain Picard's like, eh, Mr. Worf. <laughs> Mr. Worf. 200 kilograms? Four, 441 pounds. Wow, that's a big boy. I mean, I guess that's what you get when you've got, like, fucking dinosaur armor on you. It's true. I, I really wonder if, like, this... Makeup wasn't what they based the makeup for the Jim Hadar one. It looks kind of similar because it has that it, like the head ridge is very similar. Yeah, they're kind of they have like spiky heads and stuff. Yeah, but they also have hair. And the Jim Hadar are new Klingons, basically. They're even worse Klingons. They're bred for war. Yeah, you find out in the game that the founders create the Herc. Remember the Herc? That I do remember the Herc. They're like a insectoid race that they enslave, and then, and it fails because like the Herc are like like they rebel, and then the the founders are like, well, let's start at square one, and they make the Jemadar. There you go. There's well, your I history lesson. Today. <laughs> Your non-canon history with Josh. Non-canon history with Josh. 
I wish it were canon. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> Instead, we got George Kirk's death and everything sucks. You know what doesn't suck, though? I do know. Bale And we're going to hear a little bit more from them after these messages. <laughs> or during these messages. Fuck. <laughs> Enjoy the messages. Leaving it in. <laughs> Welcome back to Quest or Die, contestant number three, your question. In season two, episode eight of Star Trek Voyager, what is it that the Bothans protect more than anything else? It's definitely their territory. Incorrect, it's both of these nuts. Contestant number four, what character moves when Mario can't see them? I know, I know, it's Boo. No, it's John, John Cena! <laughs> contestant number five, your question. What is it that all true warriors strive for? Milk! Correct! You're our grand prize winner! Why don't we tell them what they won? Every album needs a money-making, booty-shaking, milf-pleasing hook! And this one doubles as a threat! This totally awesome, totally original track comes out on Halloween because it's totally original has never been done before! For all you witches, bitches, and straight-up Richie Riches! Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, and every other place where you plague rats steal your music. Back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully, uh, now you're pumped up for that beal fire. Oh, my fuck, oh my god. This one <laughs> this fucking one kills you. This one kills you. It just kills you this time. Damn, that's dope, man. Worf's trying to figure out how to get into sickbay so he can fuck something. He doesn't He's even He's trying care. to figure out by slamming his body against the door like a rhinoceros. Because he's just a big Klingon rhino crab at this point. Yeah, he's like a fucking Kangaskhan from Pokemon. <laughs> he is. Uh, <laughs> Picard notices. He's like, look at this bite mark on Troy's face. That's a fuck mark. <laughs> Textbook fuck mark. He's like, what is coming like, back to fuck her? Tina's like, you're right, Captain. It's a fuck mark. They're like, we can't let him in here. We can't just abandon Troy and the people in sick bay. Yeah, he'll fuck all of them. Data's like, I gotta figure out how to turn this amniotic fluid into the reverse T virus anyway. Yeah, I got some T virus in to do. Picard's like, look, give me some pheromones. From Troy, I take him out of her sebaceous <laughs> gland. Nice, yeah. And I'll lure Worf away, and hopefully he doesn't fuck me. Because Data's like, this seems like an extremely bad idea, Captain. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get fucked to death, Captain, this with is, your lemur body. You're, you're not gonna be able. to Lemur cannot it. withstand Kangaskhan. Fuck, that's yeah. not how it works. It's like the rock paper scissors. Lemur does not defeat Kangaskhan. No. Data's working on the retrovirus and Picard slips out of sickbay and he starts spritzing the glands. <laughs> spritzing that pheromone out. And Worf's yeah. like, bah, bah, It's me. <laughs> Must fuck glands. <laughs> Gotta fuck them glands. You got some nice glands on you. <laughs> and uh, 
Captain Picard ends up in a uh, in a turbo lift, and he's trying to get it to start. He barely gets the door to shut, and Worf starts bashing against that shit again. Yeah, but then, then he's like, "Lemur powers activate." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! You slipped in real fast and stole that great joke from me. <laughs> I wanted to say lemur powers activate. Were you going to say that? I, I was going to be like, and suddenly his lemur powers activate. Oh my god, that's so weird. And uh, like he just guy. yanks himself up with one arm and then pulls through the um, conduit vent. <laughs> and Worf's in there and he's like, I'm gonna fuck you. This is extremely smart. What yeah, he does. Captain Picard pulls off one of the conduit panels, like non-electrical. The one that Barkley fixes. Yeah, and he put he stands on it, and then he yanks an electrical cord out. Uh, still kind of confusing that in the far-flung future we're using electricity in the same manner, but he yeah. just he uh, shoves that shit into the wall, and it electrifies the entire tube and knocks Worf out. He hits him twice with that good shit. It's incredibly smart. It's so uh, genius. It's like, are lemurs smart? It's, like that? it's lemur level intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Only a lemur could be so clever. Data is like, I've completed the retrovirus. I can let it out into the ship uh, via the vents and the air systems in gaseous form. Uh, should I do that? And Captain Picard's like, yeah, yeah, do it, do it, do it. And he's like, oh, you sound. Like, you're freaking out, Picard. And Picard's like, just fucking do it! He's like, Mr. Worf is horned up, literally. He's made of horns. Hopefully when you wake up, you'll be a new man and not just a big rape monster anymore. Did he, did he just sit there and, like, watch him? Like, I guess. Fuck, like, man? wait for him to wake up and just fucking plug that electric back in. Man. What a, like, like, my, <laughs> dude, so they make fun of Barkley all the time, right? For oh, yeah. being, like, a fucking, like, hypochondriac and shit. And it's like, this is the type of shit you gotta deal with in the space. People turn into fucking rhinocer- rhinoceroses. Like, how can you treat Barkley like he's a hypochondriac when you just had a day where, like, an alien virus turned everybody into, like, fuck horny people. Like, that happened, like, a couple years ago. Yeah. And you've had a ton of viruses and shit since then. But you literally didn't believe Barkley about the shit that was in the transporter beams, and he turned out to be right. And he, like, and he was right about that, yep. Just believe, my guy. <laughs> Dude, he knows. Dude knows. Back in sickbay, everybody's turned back from their horrible, devolved forms, and they're acting like nothing ever happened. They're like, yeah, everything's fine now. They're just yucking it up, dude. It's just fucking, ugh. Nobody has any, like, post-traumatic stress disorder from being hunted or, like, killing a man. None of that happens. Nobody has any survivor's guilt because... Well, Worf, yeah. like, headbutted a child to death when he was, like, 12, so he's, like, old hat to him, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was an accident. I'm using air quotes. Yeah, full accident. Yeah. Uh, old Alexi there was a bully. He needed to get headbutted. <laughs> <laughs> Barkley's like, Dr. Crusher, was this my fault? And she's like, actually, in a weird way, it was my fault. And I was like, not in a weird way. In all the ways. In every way you fault. can think of, yeah. it's your fault. <laughs> it was your fault from the start. 
She's like, I activated your dormant T-cells, which activated all of your dormant T-cells, including Neantrons. Because he has a mutation, and it's like, well, like, wait, so, <laughs> let, let me get this straight, right? Like, you can just synthesize genetic material, mm-hmm. right? Because fuck it, of course you can. What? Don't you have, like, a process? Like, isn't there, like, a computer that, like, checks the blood and, and like... Yeah, shouldn't this be something you yeah. sh- would know would happen? Like, yeah. did this just get rid of all of the science on dormant T-cell reactivation and you gotta start from scratch? No, I mean, why doesn't the computer say, like, run an analysis and, like, oh, this will work on Barkley? Because you just had him stick his finger in that computer for, like, two minutes, right? Like, Well, how like, is Brandon Braga gonna jack off to that? <laughs> Answer that question, Josh, if you're so well, smart. He can imagine that he is Barkley's finger and the machine is a giant <laughs> pussy. <laughs> That's true. But I got uh, answers for everything today, dude. Uh, Crusher's like, we're going to call it Barkley's Protomorphosis Syndrome. And he's like, oh, it's got a nice ring to it. <laughs> and he leaves. Call it and then Barkley's Kafka esque syndrome. <laughs> She's Troy walks up and she's like, Barkley not only devolved into a spider, but he has a disease named after him. What a week he's had. And Troy's like, I better clear my calendar. <laughs> and then a lawyer is like, you've broken doctor-patient confidentiality. <laughs> it's a HIPAA violation. I'll see you in court. <laughs> and then every anti-vaxxer on Earth saw this episode and was like, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to turn into a crab monster. I ain't turned into no lizard man. And uh, what part of being a horrible crab monster isn't awesome? I guess the fact that you become like a horrible rapist as well, well that's pretty bad. Oh, they actually. don't care about that. That's true. They don't care about any of they that. They don't give a fuck about that. They only care that's about my freedoms. That's a bonus for them. Uh, <laughs> if you're an anti-vaxxer and you're a fan of the show, uh, turn it off. It's not for you. Why are you that? Both of those. Why are you, you both of Go away and never come back. Thank you. <laughs> Natural right. selection will get you eventually, but for now, turn the show off and don't listen anymore. Oh, it's working again. They thought it wasn't. They were, like, confident that natural selection was gone, and then the universe found a way. Torellian death syndrome. <laughs> Lemur flu. <laughs> <laughs> So Rhino Dick. <laughs> we're already on part three of the episode. We're in the early part. We've done our two commercials, so there's not even gonna be a break this time. We're going straight into Josh, what do you think about this episode? I I like you haven't seen this in a while, and I liked it a lot more than I remembered I would like it. I'm giving this one like an eight. You know what? This, I this feel, is a good episode. I felt the exact same way about it, actually. I think uh there's some genuinely good horror tension. Yeah. In the episode, the um, I guess like the weirdo sex part I can deal without, but it's not incredibly intrusive. Yeah, like, no, this is a very yeah. low tier Brandon Braga sex pervert episode. What's <laughs> <laughs> like a high tier one? Um, I don't, I don't know, the, man. The one with the baby. baby oh yeah, Troy. Troy getting impregnated by space and giving birth to an yeah. adult. That was the one. That's a pretty big that was one. The, that's like, that was the most Braga episode of all time. If he didn't have like anything to do thing. with that, that's nuts to me. That's his thing, man. Like, oh, I wish I was an adult being born, right? Like, yeah, that's pretty what he much. Wants. 
There's no way he didn't have anything to do with that, right? Let me look at his episode list. I would be shocked. I mean, I he mean, was the be... producer the whole time, so there's that. Yeah, he could have just been, like, recommending it. <laughs> it's true. What was the no. name of the episode? Uh, Space Baby. <laughs> yeah, there is that. <laughs> I forget. I've, I've... He actually had nothing to do with that episode. No way. That's yes, nuts. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. I think they're hiding the truth from us. Yeah. It's like, I don't buy, like, J.J. Abrams had, like, nothing to do with writing the first Star Trek. He did. Yes, <laughs> of course. Did he write the second one, or did Kurtzman write the second one? Oh, the mo- of course the most Braga episode of all time is Sub Rosa. Which one's that one? It's the one where Troy fucks the candle ghost. Or, uh, Crusher oh. fucks the candle ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. The candle ghost. Oh, my God. That is, is absolutely that... the the most Braga episode of it, all How time. is that not on this collection? <laughs> the ghost isn't scary if it just fucks you good. <laughs> it's the ghost from back or, uh, Ghostbusters. It yeah. sucks your dick off. That's not scary at all. <laughs> that's, just a, that's just a nice night. Yeah, I'm gonna give this one this one an eight as well. It's like it has its problems. It's goofy in places, but man, it's a fun time, and it's got some fun. It's got some really really good creature design in it. I was yeah. really impressed. The special effects are are really cool. Like especially for I mean it's '94, but like it's a television show though. It's a TV show, yeah. And uh, I bet there are people these days who don't really know that TV used to be cheap. Like, it used to be made, like, fully on the cheap. So much cheaper tell- than movies. I was talking to my... I was telling you how I was watching Mandalorian with my little cousins. And they were... They were, like, poking fun at it. Like, you know, one of them's 13. So she was like, ah, why did he do that? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, you guys realize you're living in, like, the golden age of, like, shows, right? Like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> shows are better than movies now. Yeah. Like, shows weren't like this when we were kids, like no. they didn't do this. Stuff. Everything fit a formula <laughs> when we were yep. kids. There yep. were four types of TV shows, and everything fit that formula. <laughs> yeah, yeah. An eight. Now you can do whatever you want. I'm I'm a little shocked to give this one an eight because I remember not liking it that much. We made fun of it. I remember thinking when I was watching it last night, I was like, we we would make fun of this one because of the Spider Barkley. Well, Spider uh, Barkley's terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, but I think I think it just became one of those things that we made fun of because it's sort of silly. But like in the in the context of the actual episode, it's like pretty pretty good. And you don't deal with Spider Barkley like he's not walking around like being like I'm a spider. <laughs> he just <laughs> is there. He's, he he's just away. a jump scare. Yeah. I always forget about this episode because I guess I don't know. I guess it's season seven, and I don't check out season seven all that often. That's true. Uh, season 7 ha- is like sort of like Season 2. And yeah. the Season 2 has like a quarter good episodes and then kind of bad episodes. Yeah. Season 7 is, is that way. Masks. <laughs> <laughs> is, season seven, is Season 7 the episode where Riker and uh, Crusher go to that planet and they kind of like love each other? Is that I seven? don't remember that. Is this a fan fiction that you wrote? No, they they go to a planet and they're like stranded. Oh fuck! 
And then they kind of like admit to loving each other, oh, but then Picard and yeah, Picard. What did I say, Riker? You said I'm Riker. Sorry. I'm sorry, like, what Picard. The fuck. I have fucking Cro-Magnum disease. I'm stupid. <laughs> you got a giant dick. It takes all your brain juice. Yeah, all my Cro-Magnum dick. The blood's in my dick. Here's here's like something that I'm I'm wondering right now though. Everybody who's listening, please like go back. Did Josh say Riker or did I hear Riker? I think I said it. Because now I'm thinking that maybe you said Picard and I'm the one who's wrong. No, I, I think I said Riker. I think I did. It's the great mystery crazy. of episode 113. <laughs> dick, dick, boobs. <laughs> if we named our episodes, that would be the name of the episode. <laughs> Man, I'm glad we don't name episodes. We named every episode of Writer Club Radio, and some episodes were so fucking hard to name. Yeah. It's hard to come up with it. Plus, I don't want to, like, listen to us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I listen to the show as little as humanly possible, to be honest. I listen to the show less than some people who hate the show. <laughs> you listen to the show less than an anti-vaxxer who listens to the show. <laughs> Goddamn liberal cucks trying to turn me into a rhino boy. Why would you not want to be a rhino? I don't know, man. I wouldn't want to be like a frog lady, but maybe it's awesome. If I got to live in the water, like I always, I've always had an affinity for the water, just like if being turning, in the water. If I'm turning into a frog boy, I gotta clean my tub first. That's true. You gotta live <laughs> you know? in there for the rest of your life. You know? It's like I gotta clean my room, you know. <laughs> you can't watch TV underwater. You can't play video games underwater. <laughs> yeah, you can. Go get one of those uh, underwater things that you put your phone in. <laughs> An otter box? Yeah, they have waterproof ones that wow. you can get. Oh, fancy. Some of them I are just I can't afford water. that on my frog salary. <laughs> dude, you got frog fucking social security, dude. I got, I'm making flies. Yeah. You get a sack of flies every month. That should last you. <laughs> <laughs> I got my frog pension. <laughs> Working in the frog mines. Uh, he was two frog days away from retirement. <laughs> he was two hops away from retirement. <laughs> and then he got eaten by a crocodile. Or a crab monster. Whichever. Whichever. I'm, I'm still just so impressed with the prosthetics in this episode. They're, They're good. so fucking good. They really cheese out on the wharf, though. Like, I think they thought it was, like, something, and and then they were like, uh, it doesn't look right. So they, like, shot him, like... There's only, like, really quick shots of him, right? Like... All the shots are, like, extremely dark. Dark, yeah. And so that, something... that adds to making him, like, intimidating and scary. Yeah. Especially because they shoot him from below and close all the time, so he looks gigantic. I saw a custom figure someone made of Worf as the crab monster, and I was like, that's fucking great. I'm, by the way, it. like I know he looks like a big dinosaur man, but the reason why I call him a crab monster is because he has a big crab claw. And he yeah, also has like little pincer, crab pincers coming off of his cheeks. Yeah, he's like kind of like a predator. Yeah, he's very predator-esque, but he also looks a lot like a Jem'Hadar when you see him not in the darkness. I always thought the Predators and the Jem'Hadar were similar, too. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, they, the Predators. They definitely cloak the same way. Yeah, they definitely, and, and like, 
obviously the uh, what are the other ones? Herogen. They're more predator like. Oh, the Herogen are more predator than predator. <laughs> yeah, they're like super predator, but they're also dumb. Year of Hell episode of Hell. God. In, in 2015, what culture ranked this the seventh best episode of all time in the Star Trek science fiction universe? What culture? What the fuck does that mean? It's a website, I guess. The Amish. <laughs> <laughs> In 2018, The Gamer ranked this one of the top 25 creepiest episodes in all Star Trek series. There's not too... ah, There's different kinds of creepy, I guess, right? Uh, This episode won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Individual Achievement in Sound Mixing? Of course it did. Um... (laughs) Uh, the episode received Star Trek 101's Spock's Brain Award for the worst episode in Next Gen, which is... Uh, what? That's not true. Which is, like, blindingly hard to believe for me. Because have you seen yeah. Season 1? <laughs> yeah, that's that's somebody just wanted to, like, hate on it. They were like, this is the worst one. Nah, dude. I don't know. It's it it achieves what it's setting out to do. I I feel like a lot more um, critics should be looking at things in that lens. Like, does this show? Does this game? Does this book? Whatever. You does mean it more achieve objectively? What, like, does it achieve <laughs> what it's setting out to do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you judge things based on what they are. Like, you don't judge a horror movie alongside, like, Citizen Kane. Those right. Are completely it's, different scales. It's different. Yeah. You got, I mean, you're, you're, you're telling people this, but they don't. Yeah. Well, this episode is, like, a, supposed to be, like, a scary episode. It's supposed to yeah. be, like, a horror themed episode. And does it achieve its goals in that way? The monsters are horrifying looking. Like, the tension is there for the characters. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as uh, Picard and Data get back on the ship, it's like I, my I was like, oh god, you know, I was like, oh shit, like what's like, gonna happen? Lemur Picard's gonna get killed. He only is a lemur. He can't stand up against these things. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good episode. It is. I liked it. If you didn't like it, that's fine. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> tired of hearing your shit this episode as all episodes in the month of October was sponsored by Balefire yeah (laughs) you've heard two commercials for Balefire so I'm not gonna uh, stretch the point too much I'm not gonna run it into your fucking brain or whatever but head over to balefire.bandcamp.com pick up that new song when it comes out it kills you it it, uh, murders you it will kill you. Quest or die. Fuck yeah. So I guess it doesn't kill you if you quest. <laughs> or maybe it does. No, it will kill you, but quest or die is more like an ethos, right? Like, True. Quest or die, baby. They put like You could put that on your Jeep. I'd put that on my skateboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quest or die, 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 die. Uh, balefire.bandcamp.com also available on Spotify, iTunes anywhere better music is found you can find them on Twitter and Instagram at summonbalefire (laughs) and uh, as always gotta thank the patrons if it wasn't for the patrons I wouldn't do this stupid show with this dumbo, Josh (laughs) 
you kidding me? He yeah, stole guys, my lemur joke. You guys, <laughs> you guys, thanks for not getting me fired, guys. <laughs> now, we are extremely appreciative of every dollar that comes across from all of you folks. If it wasn't for you guys, uh, at this point, I'd probably be homeless. There's yeah. Like, shit has gone up and it's gone down for me, but you guys supporting us has definitely kept me afloat the whole time. And True I'm that. Appreciative as fuck. If you'd like to become a patron today, get your dick sucked right off like they did just then. Head Number over to patreon.com slash podcast. Become a patron today. As a matter of fact, a week ago, today, when this comes... No, actually, today! No. Uh-huh. At a time, either <laughs> yeah. recent or in the future, uh-huh. we just put out a special M Class Etc. series called Trek Your Own Trek Venture, <laughs> where we Don't play sue us. where we play a uh, pick a page interactive yeah. fiction book. Yeah, we're not allowed to say the words. Uh, I know someone who literally got sued for putting the you-know-what name on a podcast. Yes. So Decide your own fate. Quest time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, all patrons, $10 and up, have received episode one already, and episode two is coming out in a week at this point. I figured it out. You got I'm it. Smart. I, sorry, I got Riker brain. I got Cro Magnum. That's all right. I just I released the T cells into the air, so we're good. The uh, the THC cells. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh shit! In the air, in the air, blow it in the air. <laughs> puff puff pass. <laughs> yeah, head over to Patreon.com. Slap down that ten bucks, you'll get number one in a three part series, which was so incredibly fun to make. I don't know yeah. if it's going to translate to fun to listen to, but I think it will, because it was so fucking fun. Yeah, it was really great. I wish there were more. Uh, I think I, wish... I may have found more, so <gasps> we'll see. What? We'll see. Um, I mean, I haven't found it to buy. I've just found it that it exists, so there's that. But patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Also like to give a big old shout out to Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race of our theme song. You can find Vitizen... Anywhere better music is sold. He just put out a banger fucking album called Valiant Hearts that has my favorite song he's ever made on it, Juliet. It's so fucking good. It's a great song. Uh, So find that anywhere better music is sold as well. Uh, Thank you to everybody who's listening. Head over to Twitter, at Podcast. We're on uh, Instagram, at Podcast. I want to do like Instagram live stuff at some point. I think that'd be fun. Oh yeah, you gonna like Get tips for taking off your pants. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get tips for showing just the tips. <laughs> on <laughs> um, my nips. Can you show nips on Instagram? No, you, you can't. Sure can. Right? No. They, how do they get away with it? How do they get away with it? <laughs> they can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> I know there's accounts that get away with it. I've seen them. Um. Yeah, and of course, shoot us an email at mclassemail at gmail.com. Thank you to everybody. We'll be back in one week with more M Class goodness. Uh, bye bye. Shove it up your babila. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
I'm mentally ill.